end of the line. Episode 34. Ellie. Do you remember lunchtime as a kid? Primary school, specifically. I do. Oh, vividly. Ding, ding, ding. Lunch bell rings. Rush from class onto your ass, screeching mini plastic chairs around tables after learning maths of the same name. Tearing open tin foil, stabbing straws in cartons, popping open lunch boxes covered in cartoon characters. If, of course, you hadn't lost yours yet. Or maybe you were a lunchline kid. Single file for tea trays. I still remember dreaming of the day my mum would turn to me and say, Ellie, your behaviour's been amazing, so from now on, you get the air-netted dinner ladies' spaghetti bolognese's and pink Teletubby custard cake with ice white glazing. Oh. I swiftly discovered there were only two ways to get these ideal meals. Mm-hmm. One, according to my mum, was to shit money, which didn't seem feasible even then, no matter how much roll dial I read. The other way I uncovered a much more secretive affair. I overheard the title, Free School Meals. Screamed by dinner ladies, whispered by teachers. That I know I were a kid, but I weren't fucking deaf. How I envied those in that queue. Not knowing what it meant, how it felt, either way to stand there. Older now, I uh, I think about how hard it must have been for my poor mum to have me sulking at her feet. Why do I not get hot teas? <laughs> and her not knowing how or what to say to me. When you're small, it's the little things, isn't it really? Food, particularly, becomes currency. What could I see? In my lunch bag, what were in mine? Whatever was on offer at time. Reduced aisle items that barely cost a dime. Ear but food, nonetheless, that filled my belly just fine. But I'd look around at the contents of my friends' lunch boxes in comparison to mine. Kelly Martin, like if somehow you're listening to this, your lunch boxes were the top trumped bollocks, unrivaled scran. That lunchbox branded everything. Rich, if you ask me. No Tesco value as the smart price, Morrison savers, crisp packets. No, she had a pink glittery crisp pot shaped like a Pringle. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. Dairyly lunchable packs where you could stack and stack and stack these little cheese and ham crackers so high. Pepperami sticks. Like you were a dog chewing on a meaty twig. Cheese strings. Cheese? Cheese? On a string? Fruit tubes? Fruit tubes, for God's sake! Oh, and how I would have killed for one of those fancy water bottles with diluted squash, not just an old plastic bottle with label peeled off. I'm sure these weren't the extent of my lunchtime woes, but ones I still remember many moons ago. So, now to hear... Stories of families in financial situations similar to mine, not qualifying for that lunch line. Food banks ransacked, meals compromised, cost of living sky high, the cost of simply being alive. 
A story of recent times I will remember until the day I die. Of children at lunch times pretending to eat. The thought of their little hands reaching into their lunchbox with gurgling tummies and prickling eyes, panicking when they realise, hiding, holding nothing to their lips. So their friends and foes won't suss their secret fear that their carers nor their country think they are important enough to simply eat. Hunger panging in stomachs like thunderstorms. Unnatural disasters in primary school dinner halls. I shouldn't need to tell you why I'm not having children. Why bringing new life into this world when in one of the richest countries in the world, one in three children cannot afford to fucking eat? So whose children are they going to be? These children may not be yours or mine, but they're ours. They are ours. We need to do everything in our power to make this world a better place. One where we all feel valued, well-nourished and safe. Not where being pushed to the side for some is a predetermined fate. Focus your energies on the futures of children already alive. Rather than make room for new consciousness in my eyes. Be thoughtful kind and generous with your time. Why? Because, unlike most things in this world, it's fucking free. You say this is the end of the line Didn't you know Ellie was played by Lauren Redding. The episode was written by Aoife Smythe and directed by Mark Haywood. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Music by Daisy Chute and Carrie Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at The Sound Company in London and edited by Mitchell Harris. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is nothing.